0: Five on a Thursday morning, the first of what is it? Eight far- <laughs> I,
1: was, I, was I wish people the-
0: could have heard that. Yeah, that conversation before, yeah. uh, before yeah. the yeah. show started. Yeah. Yeah. So I asked Zach. I said, "Is today Groundhog Day?" I go, "Oh no, it's only March." He goes, <laughs> "No, no you
1: said anyway. wait. You said wait. Oh. Is today April Fool's?" I said,
0: "No." and oh, you yeah. said, "Oh wait, yeah, it's March," and I said, "No." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Honest, folks, I have not been drinking, but I've been you on had the room. Too road. much champagne last night. That's what yeah. I was thinking. Yeah, too much driving. What it was. day. I got home a little late last night from down at Jeff City. We were down at the annual Missouri Corn Growers Association's uh, annual meeting and uh, got in about uh, nine thirty or so last night after a little jaunt down Highway seventy. Uh, two hours of Indy five hundred. And uh, so we'll talk a little bit more about that. We're going to hear from Bradley Shedd. He's their executive director, talking about the organization and some of the things that what they do, Zach, is they, they uh, take repre- uh, growers, members of the corn growers. They break them down into little groups and they, well, they have first you have a little business meeting and the governor was there and we talked with the governor as well. And then they head over to the Capitol and they give the all the members a little handout uh, pamphlet and they go around and visit all their lo- the representatives. They group them up by districts by the, so they can visit their own representatives and they go over and talk agriculture with them and kind of tell them what they're like to see them do and maybe what they could do to help the, the agricultural community and some of the issues that they're facing out on the farm. It's a great opportunity. Then they come back to the hotel and they have a, a little reception for all the politicians and then they have a little fundraiser auction and quite naturally we help them with that and Raised a whole lot of money for the foundation, the Corn Growers uh, Missouri Corn Growers Foundation. But, uh, yeah, good day down at at Jeffs. Weather was great, man. There's been a few years where we walked from the hotel over to the Capitol, and it was not a pleasant walk. (laughs) (laughs) But it was pretty yesterday. It was a nice day to be out uh, yesterday. So uh, we'll hear from their executive director, Bradley Shad, a little later. We've got their monthly or their weekly. Missouri Corn Growers Association's weekly update. So much to do. So little time to do it. We better get started. We'll head over to the newsroom first. What do you got, Zach?
1: Yeah, good morning, everyone. We are at 44 degrees outside at 5.08. A former officer with the North County Police Cooperative is facing more charge for allegedly sexually assaulting 19 men he detained during his one year on the force. 34-year-old Marcellus Blackwell was indicted yesterday on 36 federal charges after authorities said he sodomized, abused, and groped men he had arrested or restrained, and then later falsified some records to cover it up. Blackwell was initially charged in state court back in June for allegedly arresting and sexually assaulting a handcuffed man near Normandy High School. Then in September, a federal grand jury indicted him on 16 other felonies. Police say the latest charges are a result of more victims coming forward, and investigators found dozens of videos and photos on his personal and work phones of abusive encounters. The cause of a fatal accident in Lake St. Louis is being investigated. Police say a tractor trailer was changing lanes when it hit a car along eastbound I-70 near Lake St. Louis Boulevard. A woman who was a passenger in the car was killed. She has been identified as 61-year-old Christine Schneider of Bridgeton. Police say she wasn't wearing a seatbelt. The accident backed up traffic for hours. Some Republican lawmakers are pushing back as the Conservative Freedom Caucus network expands from Washington, D.C. into state capitals, including here in Missouri. KTRS's Jim Fairchild reports.
2: The organization is attempting to push the Republican Party further to the right, but some fellow Republicans don't like the group's aggressive tactics of obstructing legislative work and publicly criticizing their colleagues. In Missouri, the Freedom Caucus has pushed a measure that would make it harder to amend the state constitution with citizen ballot initiatives, such as one backing abortion rights. Missouri's Senate leader recently stripped four Freedom Caucus members of their committee leadership posts and prominent parking spots. Some Freedom Caucus members have also lost leadership spots or been excluded from the Republican Caucus in Georgia, Idaho, and South Carolina. Jim Fairchild, KTRS News.
1: The Illinois Farm Bureau is supporting legislation aimed at improving the Illinois estate tax During a press conference yesterday in Bloomington at the home office of the IFB, House Republican leaders stood with bipartisan lawmakers supporting the new measure. House Bill 4600, named the Family Farms Preservation Act, is designed to protect the heritage of family farmers by updating the Illinois estate tax code. State Representative Charlie Myers says the estate tax has devastated family farms for decades. For decades, I've watched family farms get sold because they have to pay inheritance tax. I've watched a father who was elderly die, but his son died nine months later and pay inheritance tax twice in the year's time. There's nothing left of the farm. Meyer, who is not only a farmer, but serves as the Republican spokesperson on the House Agriculture and Conservation Committee, added that, quote, improving estate tax exemptions for farmers... Will help save family farms when the farm is passed down to each generation. Time now is five eleven. Taking a look at your KTRS forecast today. Partly sunny with a high of sixty-three degrees today. Tonight, partly or tonight, partly cloudy with an overnight low of forty. Tomorrow, mix of sun and clouds, high of fifty-five. It's currently forty-four degrees outside at the big five fifty. KTRS switching over to the sports desk. Mizzou basketball remains windless in the F in the SEC after they lost at home to Arkansas last night, 91-84. Tamar to Bates again laid the, led the way in the defeat, putting up 29 points and five steals. Tigers are at Vanderbilt on Saturday. Pre-game set for 2 p.m. here on the Big 550. St. Louis City SC extended head coach Bradley Carnell through 2025. Carnell was runner-up for MLS Coach of the Year in City's inaugural season in the league. Mizzou football is reportedly set to hire Houston defensive line coach Brian Early. He would replace Kevin Peoples, who followed Blake Baker to LSU. Former Mizzou defensive lineman Darius Robinson is making an impact at the Senior Bowl. Some are now starting to speculate that Robinson is putting his name in discussion to be a first-round NFL draft pick. That'll do it from the sports desk. We'll be right back with Farmer Dave. The Big
3: 550 KTRS starts another broadcast day. Thankful to be in America.
4: God bless America, land that I love. Stand beside her and guide her through the night with a light from above. From the mountains to the praise, to the oceans white with foam, God bless America, my
0: Oh, you know we are cows That's right we're cows uh 5 14 on this North Thursday morning first of cows. February uh once again welcome aboard yesterday we were visiting with the governor down at uh, Jeff City uh, Zach and he took credit for a lot of things one of them mostly for the Kansas City Chiefs he uh, he's been in office what I think six what say six years Kansas City Chiefs have been in the playoffs all six years or something. And then and in the Super Bowls, he's been, what, what have they been in five Super Bowls? Five, yeah, five of the last six and, years and or something like that. Well, he, yeah, he took credit for that too. And uh, he took questions from the crowd, and I was going to ask, I was taking the responsibility of bringing Taylor to town too, but I thought I just, maybe I just let that one alone. But anyhow, <laughs> So he said, "Yeah, he said it's a tough job being governor, but he said I got to go to the Super Bowl and represent the state." I said, "Well, I understand. I, I, I have to go to the Super somebody's, Bowl. Yeah. Somebody's somebody's got to do it. You might as well, <laughs> might as well be the governor." And a big shout out! by – Now I'm not. I don't know if I want to even bring it. I guess I will. They gave me a, I, one of the um, the Missouri corn growers gave me the outstanding the 2024 Outstanding Partner of Agriculture Award. And, uh, that's kind of cool. You know, I, uh, I thought that was, I thought that was pretty big. Uh, so I got up there and I thanked my mom and dad and I said, I couldn't have done it without Zach. I said, he's, (laughs) you know, it's all about the team. Uh, I just wanted to be part of the team and, you know, (laughs) we take one show at a time and you know, that kind of stuff. I, you know, heard all that stuff from the sports guys. Uh, but yeah, a big shout out to the, to the corn growers. I appreciate it that they, uh. Took time to and, uh, the the uh Becky Frankenbach, who is their communications director for the Missouri Corn, she said, Well, we usually give it to somebody that's either died or retiring. I said, well, which one which one of those are you thinking? She goes, Well, the court jury's still out on that part of it, but uh anyhow. So uh yeah, a big shout out to those guys and uh thank them for for that award. So um Congratulations, Farmer Dave. Well, thanks. You know, uh, every once in a while you, you pick up a bone and keep on going. But, yeah, the great organization. And uh, um, I've probably been to more of their annual meetings than anybody else in that room because the board guys, you know, a lot of the generations have, you know, mm-hmm. kind of come and gone. And and it's kind of a turnover period the last couple of years. A lot of young guys getting back, you know, involved. Their parents have retired or or whatever, and now the next generation's coming in. So a lot of those guys, I mean, I've been to twenty nine of their annual meetings, and uh, they kind of, their president agreed and said, "I, I doubt if there's been anybody here had more of these meetings than you have." So uh, anyway, great organization. Big shout out to them. Do a lot of they do a lot of great work uh, to support the corn industry in the state of Missouri. So a big shout out to those guys. Uh, let's run over to the markets. Corn firmed up just a little bit, boy. A lot of talk in the room about these corn prices yesterday, and where's it going? And is there any light at the end of the tunnel? And what can we do to support it or make it better? Uh, South Korea reportedly bought sixty five thousand metric ton. Uh, looked like uh, South Korea's FLC booking company booked one hundred and thirty three thousand metric ton of corn. Uh, Brazil's estimating corn exports at 3.5 million metric ton for the month of January. That's 28% below the volume during January of 23. March corn closed at 4.43. That was up a half. May down a quarter cent at 4.53. And July at 4.66. Down three quarters of a cent a bushel. Over on the overnight trade, uh, we're down another two and three cents right down the board with the March at uh for forty-four, that's down three and a half. May is at four fifty-five, down three, September new crop at four sixty-nine, and December at four seventy-seven, down two and a half cents a bushel. Tough day yesterday in the soybean pit. We were double digit down in the nearby contracts march at eleven ninety four. Uh, that ended up down fifteen. Couldn't crawl out of the hole and get back to the twelve dollar mark. May did. Ended up at twelve o five, but still down eleven cents on the day. July at twelve fifteen, down eight and three quarters. November new crop beans at eleven eighty, down four. In January at eleven ninety one, down three and a half. Over on the overnight trade, more red ink marches off another penny and a quarter at eleven ninety three. May's at twelve o three. That's down one and a quarter. November beans trading at eleven seventy eight down a penny and a half in january twenty five at eleven eighty nine down one and three quarters and we talked about it the other day right now there are three months in the next three years that have twelve dollar soybeans May July, and August of this year are the only twelve dollar beans all the way through November of twenty seven so uh not too bright of a picture right now for the soybean uh, industry. Over on the wheat trade yesterday, the uh, trade there kind of tagging along with the uh, with the corn trade, trying to decide where it wanted to go. Uh, traders are are really watching the the wheat situation out west. Now we talked a little bit about it yesterday, and there was some concern about where the uh, crop was going to go with this warmer weather moving in, and there was some talk about it there. Uh, At the meeting yesterday, that some areas um, that there's concern that this wheat could actually maybe over the next couple of days come out of dormancy to some degree. And quite naturally, that would affect it down the road. But it's not helping the market any. March wheat was down a dime yesterday at 595. July new crop was at 610. That was down 10 as well. December at 636, down 9 and three quarters. And, yeah, we're in negative territory once again overnight. Giving up another 6 in the March contract at 589. May at 598, that's off six and three quarters. July wheat at 603, down seven. December trading at 628, down seven and three quarters. Five, almost 521 on this Thursday morning, the 1st of February. Ah, the cattle report came out yesterday. What did it have to tell us? We'll take a look at the numbers right after this.
5: I'm Wendy Weiss. And I'm Jennifer Blome. Have you been to the St. Louis County Library lately? This year is a great time to reconnect. It's more than just a place to check out books. You can check out instruments, fishing equipment, games, puzzles, and so much more with a library card. There are classes for children and teenagers in robotics, yoga, dance, drawing, and more. There's something for every member of the family at the St. Louis County Library. Check them out online.
6: When you go and get your car washed, do you really care which car wash you go to? Yes, because not all car washes are created equal. Country Club Car Wash is the local family-owned and family-operated car wash since 1989. All these other ones that are popping up, they're all run by out-of-town hedge funds. Keep it local, keep it great. Touchless car washes, no brushes, inside and out five area locations, Country Club Car Wash, or cccwstl.com. Got gold?
3: Get green at Jewels on Hampton. Jewels on Hampton pays the most for your precious metals, jewelry, gems, currency, antiques, and collectibles. Jewels on Hampton buys precious and semi-precious gems and stones, scrap gold, and sterling silver. Jewels on Hampton buys and sells paper money, wristwatches, and pocket watches. They even take pianos and cars. To sum up, bring your gold chains, bracelets, rings, coins, dental gold, and more to Jewels on Hampton. 4506 Hampton Avenue in St. Louis. And get green online at JewelsOnHampton.com.
1: Hi, I'm Rod Ferguson, the host of the brand-new show, Conversations with Rodney Ferguson, on KTRS every Sunday afternoon. I'm a native St. Louisan, a Marine Corps veteran, and a local business owner with a definite opinion about the direction of our country. I also believe 2024 is a golden opportunity to rectify that. We may or may not agree, but I believe you'll enjoy the conversations. Join us every Sunday at 3 o'clock for Conversations with Rodney Ferguson on the Big 550 KTRS, brought to you by Crushed Red.
3: Your early morning wake-up call continues. Here's Farmer Dave Schumacher on the Big 550
0: KTRS. 5.22 on this Thursday morning. Well, there's nothing makes traders more nervous than a report coming out from the USDA. And, well, that's what happened yesterday in the cattle trade. Cattle market on the board came in. uh, We're going to call it 65 to 105 lower going into the report just because they weren't sure what would be in the report. Uh, wholesale box beef prices were uh, fell another 153 in the choice, another 288 in the selects. Ribs were quoted at 88 USDA estimated the numbers through Wednesday at 379,000. That's up from 366 last week and 372 during the same week last year. Then the USDA came out with the numbers, and well, believe it or not, the herd came in smaller than expected usda's uh, um, uh gary crawford has the numbers
7: the number of cattle on january 1st was just under 87.2 million head which was down two percent from 2023 Producers uh, indicated that they had 28.2 million head of beef cows, which was down 2%. If we look at the number of heifers which are being retained for beef cow replacement, they were just under 4.9 million head, which was down about 1%. We also had an indication of the number of heifers which were not being kept for addition to the herd and that was just under 9.6 million head down two percent below a year ago. The number of steers was 15.8 million head down about two percent. The number of bulls was about two million head unchanged from 2023 and the number of calves under 500 pounds was just under 13.3 million head three percent below a year ago. We also got an indication that 2023 calf crop was 33.6 33.6 million head, down 2% from a year ago.
0: So the numbers, yeah, somewhat of a surprise. Everybody expected it to be down a little, but not quite as much as they expected. Right now, as of yesterday, it is the smallest national total cattle herd, Jack. The smallest national total cattle herd since 1957. Yeah, we're running out of cattle. Wow. and nobody and nobody's keeping them home to replace mm-hmm. them either it doesn't look like. So as we've always talked about those replacement heifers are the number you got to watch and yeah they came in uh, lower and uh, look, as we just heard placements down keeping them home for breeding uh, into the into the herd is down as well so We'll wait and see how the board responds today, but the Februaries were down sixty-seven yesterday at one seventy-seven thirty-five. April at one eighty seventy down one hundred five. June closed at one seventy-eight eighty-seven down thirty-five. And the March feeders at two forty fifteen down one seventeen. They quoted a few sales, few cash trades at a dollar seventy-six uh, yesterday afternoon, but really not enough to really test the market. So we'll see now coming off of that report. What that has to tell us over in the port complex, we were anywhere from 50 lower to or seven, seven lower, seven cents lower. That is to 50 cents higher Uh, cutouts fell another 89 cents to 87.56 numbers for the week so far at one point four, seven million head Uh, that compares to one point four, five last week and one point four, four the same week last year. So we're running out a little bit ahead. February at seventy six thirty five. Up 50, but April down 7 cents at 84.82. And the February poor cutouts at 88.05, down 70 points. 526, time to head over to the weather desk. Zach, what do you got for the weekend?
1: 44 degrees outside right now. There's going to be a mix of sun and clouds today. 65 degrees the high for today. Again, slight chance of a shower overnight tonight with a low of 42. Patchy fog out there this tomorrow morning to start today. The then partly sunny by mid-morning. High of 56 degrees on Friday. Mostly cloudy overnight Friday with a low of 39. For the weekend, mostly sunny on Saturday. High of 55 degrees on Saturday and a low of 38 on Saturday night. Mix of sun and clouds again on Sunday. Looks like clouds by the afternoon, mix of sun and clouds in the morning on Sunday, then again cloudy in the afternoon. High of 53 degrees. Could see a shower Sunday afternoon into Sunday evening with a low of 35 degrees on Sunday night. Then looking ahead into next week, Monday sunny with a high of 51. Partly cloudy Monday night with a low of 32 degrees. Mostly sunny on Tuesday with a high of 50. And on Wednesday, sunny again with a high of 53. That's the latest from the weather desk. I'm Zach Binding with the Big 550 KTRS.
0: Showing 30, excuse me, 39 degrees here in rural Belleville as we get started. Winds are coming in out of the southwest. That's bringing in all that warm air at four miles an hour. Looks like the humidity is up to 77. Visibility is at 10 miles. Sun up this morning at 7:07 and sundown this afternoon. At five We'll take a break for the news and uh, we'll have our corn grower report. We're going to also hear from Bradley Shedd. He is the executive director of the Missouri uh, corn growers. We're going to hear from him as well as what's going on with the organization as we go into the new year. A lot to get to. We'll break for the news. We'll be right back on the
8: other side. We are Missouri Farm Bureau Insurance, and we're here for all of life's wins. Like when you get a new car or a new boat or a new driver. Or when your son moves out, but your mom moves in. Or you find out you're expecting, again. Or when one rental property turns into two, then 20. Or you realize they're all in Tornado Alley. Life is full of life events. So call your Missouri Farm Bureau insurance agent or visit MOFBinsurance.com to find an agent near you. And we'll make sure you have the right coverage for each of life's wins. Basement with a Y. That's basement E. It's
5: basement T.
3: Basement E. It's basement T. Oh, basement T.
6: Basement T. I get it. That's the basement waterproofing and foundation repair experts at Woods Basement Systems.
3: Right. The all things basement T experts at Woods Basement Systems will provide you a free estimate and dry up that wet basement and fix that cracked foundation. Call 800 388 9326 or go online to WoodsBasementSystems.com. That's WoodsBasementSystems.com.
9: Hi, it's the Medicare man, Ryan Raphael. I want to first thank all of the wonderful listeners for allowing me to help them with their important Medicare decisions. If you are approaching 65 or retiring soon, I will help you figure out what to do and when to do it. I am fully aware of the endless literature, calls, and TV commercials people are bombarded with every day. I can help you navigate the Medicare maze with easy-to-understand and act info. If you are currently on a Medicare plan, do not hesitate to reach out if you want to compare and make sure you have the right plan for your needs. Many are unaware there are often enrollment periods other times of the year you can possibly take advantage of. If you need help, call me, the Medicare man, Ryan Raphael, at 314-368-6808 or visit medicaremanstl.com, 314 314- Download the free
4: upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code GIFT for an extra 25 cent per gallon on your first fill-up. That's promo code GIFT.
3: KTRS St. Louis. We are Mizzou.
10: ABC News. I'm Sherry Preston. The House of Representatives passing a bill that would expand the child tax credit and restore several corporate tax breaks. Not everyone likes it. However, Republican Congressman Thomas Massey says it gives away too much to lower income families. There's
9: something in this bill called tax credits, but they're also called refundable. So what is a refundable tax credit? it's
10: welfare by a different name. And Democratic Congresswoman Rosa DeLauro says it gives away too much to big business. This bill provides billions of dollars in tax relief for the wealthy, pennies for the poor. The bill now moves on to the Senate. The U.S. now attributing the deadly drone attack in Jordan that killed three U.S. service members on an umbrella group of Iran backed militias. The White House says retaliation will be swift. A hangar under construction on the grounds of the airport in Boise, Idaho collapsed last night, killing three people injuring nine. California in the midst of heavy rain and snow, as two atmospheric rivers collide on the west coast, this is ABC News.
1: It's 44 degrees outside at 5:31. I'm Zach Bining, KTRS News. A former officer with the North County Police Cooperative is facing more uh, more charges for allegedly sexually assaulting 19 men he detained during his one year on the force. 34-year-old Marcellus Blackwell was indicted yesterday on 36 federal charges after authorities said he sodomized, abused, and groped men he had arrested or restrained and then later falsified some records to cover it up. Blackwell was initially charged in state court back in June for allegedly arresting and sexually assaulting a handcuffed man near Normandy High School. Then in September, a federal grand jury indicted him on 16 felonies. Police say the latest charges are a result of more victims coming forward, and investigators found dozens of videos and photos on his personal and work phone of abusive encounters. The cause of a fatal accident in Lake St. Louis is being investigated. Police say a tractor-trailer was changing lanes when it hit a car along eastbound I-70 near Lake St. Louis Boulevard. A woman was who was a passenger in the car was killed. She has been identified as 61-year-old Christine Schneider of Bridgeton. Police say she was not wearing a seatbelt. The accident backed up traffic for hours. On Wednesday, the CEOs of social media companies went before the Senate Judiciary Committee to testify as lawmakers and parents grow increasingly concerned about the effects of social media on young people. KTRS's Jim Fairchild reports on questioning by Missouri U.S. Senator Josh Hawley.
2: In a heated question and answer session with Mark Zuckerberg, Republican, Missouri U.S. Senator Josh Hawley asked the Meta CEO and Facebook founder if he has personally compensated any of the victims and their families for what they've been through. I don't think so, Zuckerberg replied, and Hawley asked Zuckerberg.
6: Would you like now to apologize to the victims who have been harmed by your product? Show them the pictures. Would you like to apologize for what you've done to these good people?
2: Parents attending the hearing rose and held up photos of their children. Zuckerberg stood as well, turning away from his microphone and the senators to address them directly and said, quote, I'm sorry for everything you have all been through. No one should go through the things that your families have suffered. Jim Fairchild, KTRS News.
1: A bill that would allow Missouri students to attend a school outside of their district is moving forward. Yesterday, the House passed the Public Enrollment Act. Under the measure, districts would not be required to opt in, but students would still be allowed to transfer out. A number of students that could move away would be based on the previous school year, allowing up to 3% of the district's enrollment to transfer. Schools would be allowed to set the number of students they are willing to enroll. The bill now moves on to the Senate. Attorney General Andrew Bailey is warning Missourians of ticket scams ahead of the Super Bowl. Bailey recommends buying your tickets from a trustworthy website, especially before you provide any personal financial information. If you purchase tickets online, especially through an online auction site, it's recommended that you complete your transaction with a credit card. Purchasing tickets with a credit card often provides you with protections that you would not otherwise have if you purchase the tickets using cash, check, debit card, or apps like Cash App or Venmo. That's KTRS News. The time is 535. We'll take a quick break and be back with Farmer Dave right after this.
4: Missouri education officials must be bad poker players. They keep doubling down on the same bad bet. Public school students haven't been reading or doing math at their grade level for way too long. Last year, a horrifying 40% were regarded as not college or career ready after high school. Many states have adopted school choice. Iowa, Oklahoma, and Arkansas all provide money so families can choose the public or private school that works for them. And Kansas has one of the strongest public school choice programs in the nation. Nearly every family in Missouri has given exactly two choices for their children's education. They're assigned public school or learning online. That's it. Our neighbors trust their parents to choose the right school for their kids. Missouri doesn't. So enrollment is already shrinking. That will mean fewer high school graduates, college students, and workers. A bad bet indeed. Check out our 2024 blueprint, moving Missouri forward at showmeinstitute.org. The Show Me Minute has been brought to you by Show Me Institute and Show Me Opportunity.
0: 5.36 on this uh, Thursday morning. Well, have you marked your calendar? Big event this weekend. Big, bigger than life itself at the St. Charles Convention Center. Yeah, the Sidon Stricker Noby, SN Partners Outdoor Show is this weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and you get in free. Come on out and check it out. They're going to have show specials. They're going to have low financing options available as well. They're going to have the garden equipment, the garden tractors, the gators, the the lawnmowers, the uh, landscaping equipment. They're going to have some compact tractors going on. This is the one you want to go to if you're getting ready for spring and in the market to buy some John Deere equipment. Great place to see it all in one place. They'll have their experts there to compare them, tell you uh, uh, what one does versus what the other one does. It's this weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, St. Charles Convention Center. Friday, it runs from 12 to 5, Saturday, 10 to 5, and Sunday, 10 to 4. And as we said, admission is free. Bring the whole family out, check it out. The uh, side-by-sides, uh, side the gators, the zero turns. Maybe you're thinking about a new moor for the uh, for spring cutting. Why don't you check it out this weekend at the Sidon Stricker and OBSN Partners Outdoor Show. As we said, they're going to have show-only specials going on. They've got low financing options. They can explain all that to you as well. Make plans now to get there one of the three days, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, St. Charles Convention Center. Come on out. We'll show you some green paint.
6: When you go and get your car washed, do you really care which car wash you go to? Yes, because not all car washes are created equal. Country Club Car Wash is the local family owned and family operated car wash since 1989. All these other ones that are popping up, they're all run by out of town hedge funds. Keep it local, keep it great. Touchless car washes, no brushes inside and out. Five area locations Country Club Car Wash or cccwstl.com.
3: Your early morning wake-up call continues. Here's Farmer Dave Schumacher on the Big 550 KTRS.
0: 538 on this 1st of February. Let's run over to the weather desk. Uh, Zach, folks getting ready to head out the door. What kind of a jacket they need?
1: I don't know if they're going to need a jacket today. It's 44 degrees outside right now, 65 degrees the high for today. Mix of sun and clouds throughout the day. Low of 42 overnight tonight. Patchy fog out there tomorrow morning and then mix of sun and clouds on friday high of 56 degrees on friday mostly cloudy overnight friday with a low of 39 for the weekend saturday mostly sunny high of 55 degrees and a low of 38 on saturday night then for sunday mostly cloudy to start the day high of 53 degrees could see afternoon rain with again high of 53 degrees and on sunday night a low of 35 then looking ahead into next week monday sunny with a high of 51 and those warm temperatures continue through next week, mostly sunny on Tuesday again. 50s for a high. Mostly clear Tuesday night with a low of 32. Then on Wednesday, mostly sunny again with a high of 53. That's the latest from the weather desk. I'm Zach Binding with the Big 550 KTRS.
0: Zach, they're talking 60s next weekend too.
1: I um, mean, it's yeah, sticking around till then. I looked actually. Um, by about uh, mid-February, I guess, it gets mm-hmm. back down to mm-hmm. high here, of 36, high of 35.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy <laughs> a while last, about, though. Yeah, about the time we warm up, it turns back to being cold. I'm uh, showing 39 degrees, a little cooler out here in rural Belleville this morning, but the winds are coming in out of the southwest at 4. That'll be pushing that warm air in. Humidity is at 77. Visibility is good, though. We're at uh, 10 miles. Sun up at seven oh seven and sundown at five twenty two, five forty. We'll take a real quick break. Come back with Bradley Shadd, he's the executive director of the Missouri Corn Growers. We're going to find out how the organization is doing, and our corn report right after this.
7: So you say you crave choices. Have you seen the cafe appliance line? Commercial style ranges, unique food storage options, plus quiet, convenient cleanup.
9: With an abundance of features, plus finishes like white or black matte and stainless steel. And now you can get six different beautiful hardware options. Just as your style evolves, your rooms do too. From changing out throw pillows to adding new art, your home is your canvas.
7: Satisfy your appliance cravings with the cafe line at any of the appliance discounter showrooms. Where as always, our our savings savings are your savings.
1: savings.
5: Are you living with joint pain? living with chronic or severe hip or knee pain should not mean giving up the things you love pain from arthritis and joint degeneration can be constant or come and go it's common for patients to try medication and other conservative treatments to treat their knee or hip pain if you haven't experienced adequate relief with those treatment options you may be a candidate for a mako smart robotics partial or total knee or hip replacement which may provide you with relief from your joint pain. Signature Orthopedics Dr. Christopher Palmer specializes in robotic hip and knee replacements using a minimally invasive technology to provide patients with relief from arthritis and joint pain. Less invasive means less painful and faster recovery times. Learn more at drpalmerortho.com. You don't have to live with joint pain. Go to DrPalmerOrtho.com to learn more and schedule your appointment and get back to the things you love.
3: Your early morning wake-up call continues. Here's Farmer Dave Schumacher on the Big 550 KTRS.
0: Visiting with Bradley Shad at the annual uh, Missouri Corn Growers meeting here in Jeff City. Uh, Bradley looks like the crowd's kind of gathering up. It's always a big day for you guys, number one, to talk about the organization, and then number two, to go over to the Hill and talk to representatives. Let's start with the organization. How's it been?
11: Uh, it's been great. We've got a, a great plan uh, today go over the Hill. Uh, it's kind of a mess over there right now, but uh, we're going to talk about our priorities, and, and uh, we've got a, a great group of people being able to, to do that today. Uh, one of the, some of the priorities that we're talking about is uh, making sure the biofuels infrastructure program is fully funded, making sure that uh, our farmers are protected, whether it be waters uh, of the state, making sure they're not getting exported, uh, as well as making sure that our farmers uh, don't, don't have eminent domain used against them uh, from solar and wind wind farms. So, uh, working on that. Uh, it's a great day because uh, the farmers get to come and listen to uh, what we've been working on over the past year. It's our annual meeting as well as our legislative day. Uh, we're going to give uh, some awards out to uh, some of the representatives that have been key in, in making sure that farmers are protected uh, throughout the year. You know, they, they don't only just work during session, uh, but they're, they're working uh, throughout the year and in veto session, making sure our farmers are protected. And so we want to uh, reward those people that, that uh, work hard for us.
0: How important is it to take that message up on the Hill to these representatives? I know a lot of them don't have any farm any farm background to some speak to so to speak how important is it to go in there and tell them what you're looking for
11: there's nothing more important than this day the uh, them hearing from actual farmers you know I can go on the hill uh, but they they sometimes consider me a paid hack you know and and so whenever they talk to actual farmers it's it's great for them to hear what they're dealing with on a daily basis, uh, the regulations that are put in uh, place, how it affects their farms, and you know, agriculture is the number one industry in the state. And if we're not telling our message, uh, then someone else is telling it for us that may not be accurate. So we've got to we got to be here and make sure we're we're your seat at the table whenever you can't be down here. Uh, but it's great to have the opportunity for the farmers to come and, and tout their message.
0: And then we're heading into another one of those administration changes. That's always a challenge to, to find find all the new guys and get them on track.
11: Absolutely, yeah, this is uh, definitely an interesting year because the election year, um, we're doing everything we can. Uh, you know, some things, some interesting things uh, can sometimes try and happen uh, as they're going out of office. And so uh, we're doing everything we can to make sure that the farmers are protected, that any regulations uh, aren't going to come uh, uh, in place whenever... Uh, they're leaving office, and so uh, we've got a busy year ahead, and, and we're going to do everything we can to make sure that farmers uh, have the ability to continue doing what they always do, and that's raising a, a huge crop of corn. Well,
0: yeah, planting season just around the corner.
11: Yeah, <laughs> it, it most definitely is. Uh, we're, we're looking at another big crop. You know, with the drought that we had last year, we stay, still raised a lot more than uh, we should have because of the technology. And that's one of the things we protect. We, we work hard uh, with our partners to make sure that, that technology continues to, and continues to produce. But more importantly, we're working on our markets with our partners at U.S. Grains Council uh, overseas, as well as here at home, trying to get the Next Generation Fuels Act uh, passed, uh, as well as right now, if, if you get on our, our uh, Facebook page, uh, we've got a call to action going on right now that we're trying to get the administration to use biofuels as the opportunity to reduce greenhouse gas emissions. So uh, get on there and, and uh, sign sign up. Uh, all you got to do is put your name and what state you're from. And and we'd love to have you on there supporting that letter uh, to the, this administration and, and uh, doing everything we can to make sure that uh, internal combustion engines can be used in the future.
0: And where do they go to do
11: that? Uh, they can go to our Facebook page, our Twitter account, uh, ncga.com uh, forward slash action. Uh, all those are opportunities to, to be able to go and, and sign up for that. But uh, probably the easiest thing to do if you've got Facebook or got Twitter, uh, just go on to, to Missouri Corn's uh, page and, and uh, look, at, look that up.
0: mocorn.org if you need more details. Bradley, we appreciate your time. Go get them.
11: Uh, will do. we <laughs> Will do. Appreciate the time.
0: There you go, Bradley Shad, Executive Director of the Missouri Corn Growers. And as we said, those guys do a great job keeping on top of, of the issues. And uh, a lot of talk about uh, concerns about eminent domain for uh, wind fields and solar fields. Uh, there's concerns about uh, uh, water. And, and, Zach, you know, we've talked about it before. We all take so much for granted, the fact you turn on that faucet and water comes out of the pipe. And you think, well, it's just there. Mm-hmm. You know, Nobody thinks about where it comes from or that you can run out of it, you know, it's just not there. It's not something you think of happening. Uh, but there is some concerns about on the around the borders on some of the rivers that border the states where other states are talking about coming in and piping water out of our rivers to their states. And there's concern that if they start pulling water off, what happens in a dry year here? Now, what, like the Mississippi? You know, this past year, what what if some other states up north were pulling water off uh, from that river versus what water we were getting? It would have been in a lot worse shape. So I don't know. We'll have to wait and see where that all shakes out. But they got a lot of things on their plate as they go into the new year. Um, Interesting numbers are uh, the numbers are you know, the numbers will start coming out for the Super Bowl. You know, that big football game coming up. Yeah, that 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 big one coming up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're not allowed to call it the Super Bowl, are you? Isn't there something, some kind of a trade? Thing I think on TV
1: there is. Yeah, you can't. You, you got to say the big game.
0: Yeah. You know. Well, that's what the headlines are. Americans, that's us, uh, to eat 1.45 billion chicken wings for the big game. <laughs> uh huh. It's a lot uh-huh. of chicken wings. It's the second biggest eating day of the year after Thanksgiving. Is it really? According to this report, there's no hotter time for chicken wings than the big game. That's according to the National Chicken Council. The National (laughs) Chicken Council 2024 (laughs) wing report. Yeah, this is the wing report. Americans will devour 1.45 billion wings while watching Kansas City and San Francisco battle for the championship trophy. Now, I'm going to throw this out there. This is one of those third-grade math classes questions. If you got 1.45 billion wings, how many chickens do you need? Double Five. that. No, you cut it in half, silly duck.
11: That was close.
1: Yeah, I, I There's, was two, just, wing, it's, there's yeah. two
0: wings on every chicken. Well, most <laughs> chickens have two wings. Uh, yeah, so what do they do with all the rest of the chicken? Phew. I don't know, questions you just don't know about. Uh, and they also talk about uh, things like guacamole, how much of that will be consumed. Uh, let's see, what are the other numbers? Uh, they say you have your chips and your pizza, but at one, when it comes to the menu for next Sunday, wings rule the roost. Yeah, the projection is flat compared to 2023. They think the numbers are going to be about the same. USDA reporting chicken production levels are slightly down from last year and the wing stocks in cold storage down 13%. Oh, that could mean higher prices. November compared to the year prior, this could mean higher demand and thus the higher wholesale prices on wings. At the retail level, fresh chicken wing prices are down right now approximately 5%. And frozen wings are down 11% compared to January of 23. 1.45 billion chicken wings. And all in one day. All in one day. Yep. And they used to throw them away. Mm. You know, there was a day, you won't remember this because you're just a kid, but there was a day way back where the chicken wings were like, what are we going to do with these things? Nobody wanted the wings. You could buy bag of wings for almost nothing. And then somebody said, you know what? We could fry those little dudes up, put a whole bunch of gooey sauce on them, and sell them at bars and places like that. And, ah, and when people say
1: we've made progress as a country, that's what we're talking about right that's
0: there. That's what we're talking about. Yep. We have come a that's long it. ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It used to be an fall throwaway, and now look at it. 1.45 billion of them while watching a big Game. There you go. I don't know. 550 on this Thursday morning. Let's head back over to the weather desk. Folks making plans for the weekend. Looks like it's going to be a good one. What do you got, Zach?
1: Still holding at 44 degrees outside. High of 65 degrees today. Mix of sun and clouds throughout the day as well. Low of 42 overnight tonight. Patchy fog out there tomorrow morning. Partly sunny by mid-morning tomorrow with a high of 56 degrees and a low of 39 overnight on Friday Friday. Mostly sunny on Saturday, high of 55 degrees and a low of 38 Saturday night. Mix of sun and clouds on Sunday, 53 degrees, the high on Sunday. Chance of a overnight shower Sunday into Monday. Sunny on Monday, high of 51, and the 50s continue throughout the week next week. Mostly sunny on Tuesday with a high of 51 and a low of 32 on Tuesday night. And for Wednesday, mostly sunny with a high of 53. That's the latest from the weather desk. I'm Zach Binding with the big 550 KTRS.
0: All right. Thanks, Zach. 39 degrees out there right now. And uh, sun up at 707 and sundown at 522. Visibilities at five miles. Winds are blowing in out of the south at four. That's picking up that warm air and bringing it into the area. Humidities at 79%. 551, we'll take a quick break, and we'll be back to wrap things up. When you go shopping, you may
4: not get the bargain you want, but at least you know and can compare prices. It should be that way with healthcare, care, but too often it's not. Need an operation on your knee? Want to know what it's going to cost? Good luck. For three years, hospitals have been required to provide patients with list prices and have negotiated charges for some 300 services. Only 36%, just over a third, are fully compliant. In Missouri, prices differ greatly depending on a patient's insurance. The cost of a pelvic CT scan, for example, can be 20 times more expensive in one hospital than another. Price transparency allows patients to compare providers, forces hospitals to compete on price, and helps insurers negotiate lower rates. State law should require all Healthcare providers to publish prices in a user-friendly form. What we don't know is costing us. The price of healthcare shouldn't be a secret. Check out our 2024 blueprint. Moving Missouri forward at showmeinstitute.org. The Show Me Minute has been brought to you by Show Me Institute and Show Me Opportunity.
0: 553 on this uh, Thursday morning. Well, the planning season, believe it or not, is right around the corner and yeah, you're getting your equipment ready and maybe it needs some repair and then the bills start coming in for seed and fertilizer, you get ready to go and you're sitting at the breakfast table and you're feeling overwhelmed or hopeless. There is help. If you're a farmer or a farm family member in need of some support to help you get through the day, there is help out there for you and it's brought to you by the Farm Family Resource Initiative Helpline. You can call them, you can text them 833 farm sos. Yeah. You'll receive confidential support from experts who understand the pressures of grain and livestock farming, and there's no cost for the call. Give them a call today. 833 327 6767. That's 833 Farm SOS. It's brought to you by the Farm Family Resource Initiative in partnership with SIU Medicine.
3: The past generation.
10: The past
3: generation. Talking about my generation. I'm Jack Knight. I'm Jack Buck. I'm Rick Sanborn. To the current generation. Hey, Sean Carney. I'm Julie Buck. I'm Max Voysin. Combined, they've entertained St. Louis generations for over 100 years.
4: We're talking about not generation.
3: A St. Louis tradition. Tradition. Make it yours. Weekdays, noon to 3 on the Big 550. generation. KTRS.
8: From ABC News, Wall Street Now, interest rate cuts could be coming, just not yet. The Federal Reserve signaling it's nearing a long-awaited shift toward cutting interest rates as its officials are seeing signs they've rested runaway inflation under control. The Fed's policy statement no longer says it's considering further rate hikes, but officials say the first rate cuts could be months away. Meanwhile, inflation in Europe edging lower to 2.8%, keeping alive hopes there that they could soon see interest rate cuts to lower borrowing costs and help boost the EU's stagnating economy. A drop in energy prices contributing to the fall in inflation there, which is near the bloc's 2% target. It looks like China has driven past Japan, becoming the world's largest exporter of cars. Officials in the country say it exported nearly 5 million vehicles last year, Japan a little over 44 Hulu, owned by ABC News parent company Disney, the latest streaming service to say it'll crack down on password sharing. I'm Mark Remillard, ABC News.
0: And the market's up about 19 points in the overnight trade. Well, the uh, groundhog is getting ready for his big announcement. Now, Zach, Gary Crawford put this together, so I haven't listened to it, so it kind (laughs) of scares me right off the bat knowing that Gary Crawford has put this together.
7: Coming up in just a few hours in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania, Phil, that famous groundhog, will be predicting when spring will be arriving, early or late. And right now, meteorologists are trying to predict what Phil's going to predict. Quite a predicament. Will Phil see his shadow, which would signal six more weeks of winter, or will he not? We asked USDA meteorologist Brad Rippey for his take on this.
9: It looks like there will be a weak weather system moving through the northeastern United States. So I would expect to see cloudy conditions in western Pennsylvania on Friday morning, perhaps a snow flurry or two, but almost certainly a low cloud deck in place as that weak weather system moves through the northeast.
7: Which would mean, of course, no shadow and thus, according to folklore, an early spring. But Brad Rippey says Phil's usually right only about half the time, and so...
9: We shall
0: see.
7: Yes, we will. Gary Crawford for the U.S. Department of Agriculture.
0: Well, that was a little more subdued yeah, than I too would have bad thought. for Gary Crawford. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was figuring there was going to be the Groundhog movie uh, <laughs> uh, cuts in there from uh, from Gary, but uh, anyhow, we'll wait and see what it all adds up to, and whether we're already heading into spring or we got a lot more winter to go. Uh, we are just about out of time. Just a little reminder about the hay auction over the on Saturday. Uh, we'll talk more about that tomorrow. Uh, One of the listeners says you used to get bones for free, too. Now they sell you bones for bone broth. Yeah, they used to have a barrel. You could just get those bones. They just wanted them to go away. Chicken wings. Is that what Farmer Dave means when he says McGraw's waiting in the wings? Well, kind of like maybe, but not exactly. And speaking of that, he is in the wings and ready to go. Markets coming in about three lower on the corn trade overnight. Over on the beans, we're another penny lower there. And it looks like the wheat trade trading down 6 cents. Yeah, McGraw's in the wings. We're out of here. We'll have, I don't know if he's really into the wings, but he probably will be for the big game. We'll keep an eye on the markets, have updates at 10 and 12. And back tomorrow morning with any luck at all
10: at 5. Have a great Thursday. Over the years, the founder of Facebook, man boy Mark Zuckerberg, has started some cringe worthy events before Congress. Yesterday's was the most unbelievable yet. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by ExpressVPN. Anonymize and encrypt your online activity and get three months free at expressvpn.com. Mark Zuckerberg has outdone himself this time. After he was shown videos of people describing being sexually exploited on Facebook and Instagram, Senator Lindsey Graham told Zuckerberg he has blood on his hands. Zuckerberg stood and apologized to the families claiming social media contributed to their children's suicide or sexual abuse he said I'm sorry for everything that you've gone through it's terrible no one should have to go through the things that your families have suffered then in the very same appearance he stated that there is no link between social media and mental health so what are you apologizing for Mr. Zuckerberg Hey, I'm giving away a brand new $1,000 PC or Mac right now. You can enter to win at commando.com slash win.